What, which, this, that, or the other? From Bonnaroo to Coachella, traversing the music festival landscape can be tricky. That's where we come in with high fives for everyone. The What Podcast with Brad, Barry, Lord Taco, dedicated to exploring the entire festival scene. Brad has worked in the radio industry for more than 20 years and currently lives in Brooklyn, where he is program director for three stations, including one in New York, one in Detroit, and one in Miami. Barry's been a reporter for the Chattanooga Times Free Press, covering all aspects of the entertainment industry since 1987. That's before you were born. Lord Taco, the smart guy who makes these podcasts on our website at thewhatpodcast.com work. Also really good at identifying babies, loves blue-haired moms, PBR, and his beautiful Volkswagen bus. We all fell in love with the Bonnaroo Festival years ago, not only because of the amazing bands that play there every year, but also because of the incredible community spirit that has developed around it. Radiate positivity. And we really like talking about the inside baseball stuff when it comes to putting on a huge music festival. So join us. You can hear the What Podcast on the Consequence Podcast Network or anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. Welcome to Good for a Weekend, the podcast where two friends talk about Taylor Swift. I'm Allie Klebus. And I'm Cressy Cornis. And in honor of April Fool's Day, we're sharing five of our favorite wild conspiracy theories about Taylor Swift. But first, Allie, do you have any fun April Fool's Day stories that you want to share with the pod? The only one I have is I remember my mom would sometimes put food coloring in our milk on April Fool's Day. Like, whoa, the milk is purple. But that's all I got. I mean, I feel like the classic one is like the parent coming home and saying, we're getting a puppy or like something like that. And then uh, not getting a puppy. I know that happened to me. That happened to me at least twice. Um, I want to say, no, wait, that was my birthday, but kind of an April Fool's Day story. Um, My parents told me that I was going to private school for high school. That was an all girls school with really ugly uniforms. And then they were like, just kidding. But that was on my birthday, which made it even worse, even more mean. Maybe I had a mean upbringing. Wow, I, the milk thing is starting to sound a lot cooler now. It's <laughs> very traumatizing. Yeah, like, let's see if we can make Allie cry. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'll, I'll let you unpack that with your therapist. So but- why don't we get started with, with the belly button theory? <laughs> Great transition. Let's get started. So, uh, Allie, do you remember when people would actually talk about this? Like, this was a real thing? I was in high school, and I have very clear memories of people actually, like, spending real time in the world debating if Taylor Swift has a belly button. Yeah, so I definitely remember people talking about it. Um, Personally, I was a non-believer of the no belly button side. I definitely still thought that Taylor had a belly button, but I remember this being like a big point of discussion, like for real, like a pop culture mystery. But in case any of you have not heard anything about the theory, let's just, you know, let's just take you back. Let's get you started with the very beginning. In a December 2014 interview with Lucky Magazine, Taylor says, quote, I don't like showing my belly button. When you start showing your belly button, then you're really committing to the whole midra thing. I only partially commit to the midra thing. You're only seeing lower rib cage. I don't want people to know if I have one or not. I want that to be a mystery. As far as anyone knows, based on my public appearances, they haven't seen evidence of a belly button. It could be pierced. They have no idea. If I'm going to get some sort of massive tattoo, it's going to be right next to my belly button because no one's ever going to see that, end quote. 
Okay, so she kind of created this theory herself then, right? (laughs) I mean, you have to, like, imagine that she's, like, sitting back laughing about the fact that people really then considered whether she had a belly button or Mm -hmm. not. Like, she did this herself. Yeah, she started this. And (laughs) what's fun about this is her saying she didn't want to commit to the the midriff thing. What? (laughs) Yeah, I don't really know, and I don't really know if midriff thing was, like, a whole style trend at this point in time, like, back around 2014. I don't remember a lot of people wearing um, belly shirts. I feel like that's more of a recent 2020-2021 type trend that's going on currently, you know? So I don't know where her whole midriff thing came from. Maybe because she's a pop star, you know, at this point. I just feel like it's not that deep. Yeah, it's really not that deep. You can show your belly button if you want to, especially on like the beach if you're in a bathing suit. Like, go yeah, ahead, like let it. You don't have out. to commit to something. <laughs> yeah, like it's not an all or nothing thing. You can wear your high waisted stuff one day and your not your low waisted things the other day. Yeah, yeah. odd, odd. Um, but things that have contributed to people's belief that Taylor would never show her belly button or didn't have one include first off her 1950s bathing suits i do explicitly remember these and seeing them in the media and kind of being like oh that's an interesting trend and i think that you know even snl has made fun of her for her 1950s bathing suits but that is something like if we're not seeing her belly button even on the beach then you're gonna be Mm -hmm. like wait you never wear a low-waisted bathing suit you know and then number two her two-piece sets that she wore a ton of during 1989 era. If I paid attention to this theory at all, it was because I love those two-piece sets. Like her style moment in the 1989 era. Cressy, I already know you love this moment too. Her style was incredible. But yeah, all of her two-piece sets that she continuously wore all came above her belly button. So mm-hmm. there really was a question. It was so close, but no one ever, ever saw it. So honestly... The whole theory that she might not have a belly button kind of made sense in this moment. This also makes me really excited because like skater skirts and tennis skirts and that style of skirt, they're coming back. They're oh, back yeah. in style. And that is my favorite kind of skirt because you can like eat so much food and like get so bloated and it still <laughs> looks so cute and bouncy. Not like oh, the yes. bodycon skirts. God, I hate those so much. Oh, make me God. Die. If I see a bodycon skirt like in a store window, I am turning the other way. I wore like, way too many oh, of those in high school. Yeah. I We've, we've suffered enough. We're yeah. going back to our stretchy skater skirts and tennis yes. skirts and everything's going to be great. Yeah. So, and moving past this, so the two-piece sets that Taylor wore always came up, like we said, right above her belly button. But honestly, did Taylor create the two-piece set trend and the high-waisted trend consequentially? Because, you know, all of a sudden you were seeing them everywhere, like you just mentioned, and now it's even kind of coming back. But like, I remember specifically when I was in college, kind of right after 2014, 2015, 1989 type of era, Everyone was wearing two-piece sets. Mm-hmm. That was all you could buy. That was all anyone ever wanted to wear. And there's no denying that Taylor was literally famous for wearing them. And I think, Ali, as a fellow tall girl, you probably appreciated it as much as I did because we didn't have to wear those godforsaken rompers that didn't fit us properly. Oh, two-piece sets always yeah. fit tall girls. 
Yeah, no, like if I found a romper that fit me perfectly, that was just like a rare find, like, you know, the stars aligned that day, but the two-piece sets gave you that romper look without, yes. yeah, without really uh, cheating the system. So I wonder if that started for Taylor too, just kidding, all of her clothes are probably handmade, tailored for her, but tailored. Tailored. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But let's talk about some pre-belly button rumors. Has her belly button ever been shown before these rumors? Her belly button does kind of come up briefly in a clip from the I'm Only Me When I'm With You music video when she's in a bikini. So obviously, before she was even worried whether she was fully committing to the midriff thing or not. Um, You can also find Reddit feeds of literally every time her belly button has shown before 1989. It's super weird because a lot of them are just random times she may have lifted her arms or you know, like showed it for a second somehow. So people were really passionate about finding pictures of her belly button, which I blame Taylor for that. Yeah, Taylor. He kind of like said to everyone with that quote, like, go ahead, try, try to find it. I dare you, you know? So that's not surprising to me at all, even though I do think it's very creepy. Um, I mean, she, she kind of like poked at everyone. I was like, haha, you can't find my belly button. And then we did. (laughs) It kind of makes me happy because it's like, you know, as a celebrity, she has so little control over the theories and like rumors about her. So like, I feel like with this, she's kind of just having fun with it. Like, let these people Mm -hmm. wonder if I have a belly button. If they're going to write nonsense about me, let me start one, you know? Yeah, these people went to journalism school and got degrees (laughs) to write about Taylor Swift's belly button. I know, it's just just (laughs) crazy. Um, Some deep investigative work, honestly. And then let's move on to the big belly button reveal. The Instagram photo with Haim while they were on vacation in Hawaii. Business Insider titled its article about this, quote, Taylor Swift posted her first bikini pic to Instagram to prevent paparazzi from selling it after rumors about her belly button, end quote. Business Insider wrote what an article about her belly button. But also, yeah, like the title in terms of preventing paparazzi from selling a picture of her belly button, how much money would that picture make? Like a final reveal picture. Probably a shitload. Oh, yeah. Even like, yeah, like they would make bank. And then on BBC One Radio's Breakfast with Nick Grimshaw, Taylor says, quote, Basically, on the last day of vacation, we see a fishing boat a half a mile away. We were like, that's a little weird. We're in the middle of the ocean scuba diving. My security gets out binoculars and sees that they have a huge long lens camera, at which point we go back to the beach and we realize, okay, so they got pictures of us in our bikinis. Like, I don't want them to make like $100,000 for stalking us. So we're like, get up on the front of the boat. We're taking better bikini shots so they don't make as much money on theirs, end quote. I love that. I love that for her. Post your own belly button, girl, before anyone else can. I love that. Also, like, what a weird thing celebrities have to go through. Like, we all know, we've all seen those pictures of celebrities on vacations, but, like, literally being on the boat in the middle of the ocean and, like, Mm -hmm. worrying about other boats coming for you, that's just got to be, like, the weirdest feeling in the world. It's kind of scary. Yeah, I don't like that at all. I would literally have security with me 24-7. Well, with that said, should we move on to the second conspiracy theory of the night? Yes. So the next, consp- the next taste-spiracy theory Ooh. is that Taylor is a user on 4chan mm-hmm. back in the day. 
So before we dive deep into this, Ali, do you know what 4chan is? Absolutely not. But I knew that this was a theory. <laughs> Nothing okay. else about 4chan. So I personally don't know much about 4chan, but it's basically an anonymous message board, message image board where people can post pictures and memes and stuff. It is frequently on the controversial side. I think they were behind the hack of those celebrity nudes a while ago. Oh, a few yeah. years ago, remember all of those, like with J-Law and all mm-hmm. them? I think they were behind that. Um, they might be connected to the anonymous hacktivist group, I think. They do good things sometimes. I don't know. I, I'm not trying to piss off 4chan. But that's like the very basic level. It's an anonymous website. You don't make an mm-hmm. account. You don't have a username. You just like post. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that the earliest sense. article I could find about this Taysperacy theory was from Huffington Post 2013 article titled, Taylor Swift 4chan Conspiracy. Is the singer secretly lurking on 4chan? And the article dissects this giant mod podge of screenshots that have like circles and arrows and like highlights. It's like um, that it. scene, and it's always sunny. You know the yes. one I'm talking about where he's like at the Charlie has like the big board behind him. Yeah, in the, the mailroom bulletin board. Yeah, yeah. If you know, you know. If you don't, <laughs> it's. Just imagine like a conspiracy theory corkboard. That's what this image looks like. And yes. <laughs> the article dissects it all of the, the proof. I'm using quotes around proof that Taylor's on 4chan and breaks them down. So special shout out to the writer, Andy McDonald, for doing this. And we'll post this picture too. It's a lot to take in, just it so is. you all know. It's, it's, a, it's one of those photos you can't just look at. You have to like zoom in to see the words because it's yeah. so many. Yeah. So yeah, no, that'll be sure. on our website and our social medias. We will post it. So here's how it begins. Someone on 4chan invites users on there to ask them whatever question they want and said that they're one of the 50 most famous people on the planet. And they later clarified that they are famous for being an entertainer. So this is the anonymous user that people think could be Taylor. Oh my god. Because but I mean, anyone can go online and say, I'm in the top 50 famous people. And when they're yeah. like, oh, for what? And like, entertainer. Like, that's so vague. Yeah. No, it anyone is. can say that, you know? Yeah. And then the next bit of proof is a girl posting a picture of herself from the nose down. And this one is actually, it does kind of look like Taylor. It's from the nose down. Uh, she has curly blonde hair. She has a shirt that says, I think it says like Pegacorn. I think it's a Pegasus unicorn on it. Yeah. Let me Taylor. And in the background of this photo, you can see these window blinds that are kind of specific. Yeah. And then Taylor posts on her YouTube, I think. It looks like a screenshot of a YouTube video. And you can see these blinds in the background of that YouTube video. But also, anyone can have the same window blinds, you know? Yeah. It's not that weird. But the curly blonde hair and, like, from the nose down, like, A, she has kind of a specific nose, you know, Mm -hmm. like, nose to chin ratio. And then, B, a pegacorn shirt kind of Mm -hmm. seems like something Taylor would own. Exactly. You know, it it definitely seems Taylor, like Taylor to me. And I think this picture specifically is what gets people so hooked on this theory. For me, it's, like, the one piece that kind of could be true. So the next bit of proof is 
a poster on 4chan saying, nothing quite like a freezing cold wintry beach. And the same day, Ugh. Taylor tweets that. I don't oh. know which one came first, though. There was not a timestamp. So, okay. yeah, it could have been, she could have tweeted at first, you know? A wintry beach, like her beach in Rhode Island at Holiday House, perhaps? No clue what beach, but <laughs> this, is, this is one coincidence that has people wondering. So then, yeah. this is one that gets, this is where things get weird, okay? So a mysterious user on 4chan posts a picture of a cat. And she, they ask users to help them name the cat and they choose the name meredith later that day news breaks that taylor got a new kitten and named her meredith but the cat in the picture on 4chan is definitely not the meredith we know it's like a random cat wow i feel like she's toying with people if this is her and i'm a very gullible person like i feel like i like to believe these things like watching conspiracy documentaries like i'm always like oh my god you're right, you know, um, mm-hmm. but I feel like this could honestly be Taylor kind of toying with people, if it is her, you know, mm-hmm. the tweet well, and Meredith. Yeah, the, the bad thing about this taste-spiracy theory is that it kind of fueled the other taste-spiracy theory that we're not going to go into because it's very clearly not true that Taylor is like a white supremacist leader and like a nazi Mm. goddess and like all of that shit Mm -hmm. that's yeah that's not good that that's like a place for that um uh, 4chan is welcoming of those people okay so her allegedly being on there kind of fueled this theory that taylor is like secretly extremely conservative and um yeah so it's it's not Hmm. great I kind of think all of these things are either photoshopped or coincidences. Yeah. But it's super interesting. And I like that someone took the time to, like, put these pieces together. I, I admire the passion there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, that is kind of um, scary. I didn't know anything about 4chan. But I had seen something about some group in Europe calling themselves Swifties. I can't, I don't know the specifics, but it was not a group that, you know, Taylor would want to be associated with and her team like reached out to them or like maybe didn't sue them, but was like, no, you can't call yourself Swifties um, mm-hmm. because of whatever beliefs they had. Also, everyone, my cat is snoring next to me. Oh. And I'm really sorry if you can hear. It's like this little, so- little soft snores. Soothe you right to it's sleep. Stella. But anyway, I'm sorry if y'all can hear it. I'm not moving. (laughs) You're good. But obviously Taylor's probably in tune with all of these theories. So I mean that is kind of problematic, but who knows with at the point that she was on 4chan, like I could see where if it was her, how it would be appealing to be totally anonymous if she was suddenly famous and like wanted to just interact without people knowing who she was although it kind of sounds like she wanted to toy people with who she was but like Mm -hmm. I could see where but like I could see where that would be kind of fun for a celebrity not Mm -hmm. saying on the other side of things like how it's welcoming to supremacists and things like if it was pure before 4chan turned into something like that or before she was aware it was something like that if this is in fact her mm-hmm. i could see where that kind of platform of anonymity i say that right anonymity yeah. <laughs> Anon- you anonymity you had it the first time 
I feel like I feel like the Finding Nemo fish that's like and then 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 me. Um, but I could see where that would be appealing to her for sure. And from our MySpace episode, we know that she likes to post weird shit online. <laughs> True. And at this time, if it was her with the blonde curly hair, she was still kind of young, you know? Like she was still probably like uh I think she was 23 at the time. Oh. A little bit older than I thought. She, she was still famous because she did, if this is her, she did call herself one of the 50 most famous people on the planet. Yeah, I feel like it's even lower now. I feel like it's probably top 10. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Easily. That's a lot of pressure. Anyway, why don't yeah. we talk about her legs now, Allie? Do you want to take okay. this one? So for our this third, yes, for our third conspiracy theory of the night, we are going to talk about how Taylor's, or I can't say this for sure. The theory that Taylor's legs are insured for $40 million. In March 2015, tabloid started reporting that Taylor had her legs insured for $40 million. That's $20 million <laughs> per leg. So this is apparently common for celebrities. Vanity Fair says everyone from Jennifer Lopez to Julia Roberts allegedly has insured body parts. If this is true, I hope that Carrie Underwood has her legs insured because she's famous for those bad boys. Um, But moving on. Although it sounds real, Taylor's representation quickly denied the claims and Taylor later addressed the rumor herself by posting on Instagram a scratch on her leg that apparently came from the paw of Meredith herself. She captioned it, quote, great job, Meredith. I was just trying to love you and now you owe me $40 million, end quote. So who knows? It could be true. Could not. You know, you never know. Meredith makes a lot of appearances in this episode, which is crazy because we have not seen her in a year. But we're going to get into that later. Yes, of course. But shall we move on to the fourth conspiracy theory of the night? Yes. So this is the conspiracy theory that Taylor is a reincarnated uh, satanic cult leader. (laughs) So around I shouldn't laugh 2011, at that, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, sorry. So around 2011, people started to notice that Taylor looks a lot like this woman named Zena Shrek, who was the high priestess of the Church of Satan from 1985 to 1990. So, of course, people began to speculate if Taylor is her reincarnated. But unfortunately, this is very unlikely because Zena is still alive. She's in her late 50s today. <laughs> According to The Sun, she's apparently currently working in Berlin as an artist and magician. But what's crazy about this is, do you see the photo, Allie? Doesn't that look a lot like her? Yes, it does. And when you were talking, I realized I was like low-key giving the Illuminati symbol as you were talking, and I had no idea. It was unintentional. But in this picture, it looks a lot like Taylor. Taylor. I was like, I literally did not even know what I was doing with my fingers. And then I caught a glimpse of myself in the Zoom call. And I was like, wait, put those fingers down. Oh my God. <sighs> next, next theory that comes out, GFA, satanic, like, you know, advocates for Taylor. Followers Smith. of Xena. Yeah, followers of Xena. Um, so if she's in her late 50s today, like, I guess like this picture is kind of misleading then because she looks like she's probably like maybe in her like, later 20s in this picture but the picture itself i think this is an interview from the 90s yeah on tv so it's it's an older photo yeah when she was still the high priestess 
Yeah, it does certainly look like Taylor, especially the nose to the lips. Um, mm-hmm. For sure. It, it looks like Taylor. If someone said this was Taylor Swift's mom, I would be like, no questions asked. You know, yeah. other than, of course, knowing who Andrea Swift is. Um, they certainly look similar, but I mean, there's a lot of people that look alike in this world that are mm-hmm. related, you know, it's not like crazy, but yeah, no, it, it does look <laughs> like Taylor for sure. <laughs> and this Tayspiracy surprisingly has nothing to do with Tay Voodoo. And if you haven't listened to our Tay Voodoo episode yet, you definitely should. It's one of our favorites. It's so yes. good. I listened yes. to it. I listened to it in the shower the other day because it makes me laugh. <laughs> it's, it's like one of our best, I think. I like um, it, yes. But it's about Taylor having magical powers that come for anyone who dares to try her. Mm-hmm. All right, Allie, do you want to take it away with yes. our last Tayspiracy theory? Probably the yes. best and most well-known. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. So our last Tayspiracy theory of the night is, in fact, that Taylor used to be carried around in suitcases to avoid the paparazzi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you want to describe the picture I have on our notes? <laughs> I was hoping you'd ask that. Um, so, uh, did you make this picture? Did you draw No, that? no, it's from a BuzzFeed oh. article about it. The um, I just I think the writer did this. <laughs> the picture. I mean, many people have probably seen the normal version of this. It's two of her, you know, supposed bodyguards. Is it been confirmed that they are in fact her bodyguards? Mm-hmm. Okay, so two of her bodyguards carrying a big suitcase um, and. The picture that I'm looking at is with um, a little stick figure drawing of Taylor. To illustrate how she would fit. Yeah, to illustrate how she would fit in this suitcase. So it makes, you know, nothing like a good visual for this. Mm -hmm. Um, The suitcase is like black too. It looks like something that, to me, like something that like an instrument or like an amplifier would be carried in or something like that. huge. This is definitely not a carry-on bag. Yeah, it's definitely huge. It definitely looks like something to me that if it's not, in fact, carrying Taylor, it would be, like, carrying some kind of instrument. I'm not really sure. Yeah. I wonder if they made it cozy. Like a drum kit could fit in there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But, like, okay, if this is true, and I'm going to get into the details, like, I hope they make it kind of cozy. Like, maybe it's, like, lined with, like, a special satin or, like, clothes or something. But anyways... To explain the theory, so Taylor has done a lot, a lot to avoid the paparazzi over the years, including walking backwards or sideways so cameras can't catch her face. In 2017, photos surfaced of Taylor's bodyguards carrying the giant black suitcase, and Taylor was nowhere to be found. This happens time and time again, and each time we see that it takes two men to lift the suitcase up. Two bodyguards. Yeah, like big ass men i'm talking major biceps Mm -hmm. that they're both there lifting the suitcase into the car and the suitcase goes to and from taylor's apartment a lot and one night after the suitcase gets back to taylor's apartment Gigi hadid was seen coming over Mm -hmm. so i mean let's think about it possibilities and then later Zayn Malik confirms that this is true. When asked about his friendship with Taylor and her ability to avoid paparazzi, apparently Zayn's eyes went wide and he said, quote, she was traveling around in a suitcase, end quote, in an interview with British Vogue. Way to let it go, Zayn. Yeah. Why did you say that? 
Wait, for years, this was like a crazy conspiracy theory. People were like, there's no way it's true. But now we know. I kind of like the simplicity of the idea of avoiding the paparazzi. Like, let's just mm-hmm. put you in a suitcase and carry you out. Like, who was the first to suggest this? Did this come from a bodyguard or did this come from Taylor herself? You know? I bet Taylor. I bet Are she there- bought a giant suitcase and she looked at it about- I bet I could fit in there. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Sometimes huge. I get boxes from Amazon. I'm like, hmm, I wonder if I could fit in there. And I try. Yeah. I mean, she probably just like went into the fetal position in there, you know? Mm-hmm. Honestly, to kind of avoid like cars following her too, you know, to not really know where she is. Hell, if I was a celebrity and couldn't go anywhere without being, you know, private, I might do it myself, you know? And then it's just funny that it goes to and from her apartment like a lot (laughs) like there's no there's no reason for just a suitcase to go back and forth from an apartment i want to know like i bet like there was like i bet the paparazzi figured this out first obviously like they were like wait something's fishy here what's in this one suitcase is taylor why do they need two men to lift this (laughs) true true Honestly, because they're not going to roll her, you know, one man could lift Taylor, but they're not going to like roll her out. That'd be way more. There are some photos of her being rolled out of the lobby. Are you serious? Yes, but they need two men to lift it to get into the car. Okay. And to get down the stairs. Okay, because they don't don't, like just take the wheels down the the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) If, um... Yeah, but, like, so say this wasn't Taylor in the suitcase, they wouldn't need two men because it wouldn't mean, like, the weight or anything because the man would just mm-hmm. kind of pick it up sideways and put it in the car. So this definitely means it's – well, I can't say definitely, but, well, I mean, Zayn Malik kind of ruined that for us. But, yeah, like, that would make sense to keep her stable and not, like, straight up being, you know, tossed around. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, there's no way clothes are that heavy. Or, like, whatever, so, even the instrument, like, that one big-ass man could, like, probably yeah. pick up something that size and yeah. put it in the car. So oh, silly. my God. Okay, so now that we've gone through our top five taste theories, we want to give honorable mentions to some other great ones, including mm. one of the funniest, No, It's Becky. <laughs> so, this is the time someone posted a black-and-white picture of Taylor Swift wearing a tiara with her hair straightened on Tumblr. And they captioned it, this is a picture of my friend Becky. She used to be a happy, popular girl until one night she snorted marijuana at a party. She died instantly. Please don't do marijuana. It's the most dangerous drug out there. Please don't end up like Becky. And someone reblogged the photo and said, pretty sure that's Taylor Swift. And someone else reblogged it and said, no, it's Becky. (laughs) Which then led to Taylor wearing a yellow shirt. With no, it's Becky and all <laughs> lowercase on it, just like the Tumblr comment. Iconic. I love that. The fact that she wore that shirt too. Well, we all know she's been on Tumblr. Like, to me, mm-hmm. just proves how active she's been on social media. But that is hilarious. It's straight up Taylor Swift in this picture. <laughs> with straight up. Straight in. <laughs> no, it's Becky. No, it's Becky. Um, our next honorable mention is Snake Gate. 
On the day of recording this, it has officially been one year since the full phone call with Taylor and Kanye was released, showing that Taylor told the truth as we all knew and that the whole thing was orchestrated, setting her up to be the snake. Isn't it good to be right? It feels so good. It's so validating. (laughs) It makes reputation that much more of my favorite era. Like we already knew. You know, as fans, we all knew she was telling the truth, but now, like, the general public knows, too. It was just a great day. I had people, I had coworkers, like, texting me about it. Like, (laughs) saying, have you seen? I'm like, yeah. I, I, we knew. This is not new information. Yeah. It makes me really happy, like, mostly, not for, like, those, like, indifferent Taylor people that are like, oh, I like some of her songs, but, like, you know, like, not a super fan. It makes me happy for those people that outwardly say that Taylor Swift is like this and that and a bad person and whatever. Like the fact that those people now know that we were right. Like that's where I'm the most validated. I, for the haters and they'll still hate on her. That's fine. But we were right. We were right. Hate, 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 hate. So our last honorable (laughs) mention is that Meredith, the cat is missing. Um, Meredith, we miss you. It's been over a year since we last seen you. No pictures. You haven't been in the background of anything. Uh, We love you and we hope you're alive and well. We worry (laughs) about you every day. We really hope you're you're still there. We think you are. I do. I don't know about you, Kelsey. I mean, surely Taylor's seen these things now, you know. So hopefully something comes soon. I hope so. It's been, uh, I remember people talking about this in like August. Like it's been months since we've seen Meredith. I wonder where she is. And now it's been a full year. So yeah. Mm. (sighs) I hope she's Maybe um, she doesn't get along with Benjamin and they have to be separated. (laughs) Well, we hope you're out there, Meredith. We love you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Good for a Weekend. For all the sources we used in this episode and pictures, you can find them on our website, gfaweekend.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at GFA Weekend, and we also have a Discord now. It's popping off. All the links to our social medias, website, and Discord can be found in our show notes for this episode. If you like this episode, you'll probably also like our Tay Voodoo and MySpace Taylor episodes, so go check those out if you haven't listened yet. And if you're feeling nice, leave us a review. They really help us a lot. I'm Cressy Gornis. And I'm Allie Clebus. And this has been Good for a Weekend. G-Fox.